Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Good morning, James. How are you? All good, thank you. Yeah, it's an early one today. It is an early one. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite awake yet, but it's uh, it's Premier League fixture release day. It's like Christmas day for football fans. Uh, are you excited, James, about the fixtures being out? Oh, honestly, it's very easy to be a, like a Grinch, isn't it, about this and be all <laughs> a bit moody. But it's fun. Like it's it, it's just heavy. It's like one of the free Christmas days you get, which is get your, your big signing. That's one. The kit release. That's two. And fixture release. There's three football Christmases and they all come out kind of the same time. Isn't starting the season the real football Christmas though? These are like Christmas It depends Eve. if you win. It's all right. Like I mean Spurs last season was all right, weren't it? It was even though Villa kind of lost, it was it wasn't that bad. Yeah. We should say you're also on a writing shift this morning, so the reason you keep looking away isn't because you're totally bored. It's because it's really rude. Yeah, there's so many things going on. This is the the life of having to do written and video work about fixture release day. This is a big day for the sports journalism calendar, I guess. So we're going to go through the fixtures. Uh, Villa have released a lovely, nice-looking graphic that we're going to put on screen. I've also done one, but it's not as good. <laughs> so this is courtesy of the, the Villa Twitter page. We start the season then, September 12th, Man City away. But of course, Man City have only just finished their season a couple of days ago, and that game will be rearranged. So we'll already be a game behind from match day one. Yeah, it's it's annoying because it's like, why would you release that and go? It's like, oh, afterwards, it's like, oh, and there's more. But yeah. wait, there's more, and it's like postponed. It was a, uh, it's it's. I don't know why they did that. If I'm completely honest, I know they have to. It's like a um. I guess they have to. They have to put it there because it is the first fixture, but it isn't because Villa won't be playing it. <laughs> they won't be there at all that day, which is uh, it's odd. There's a an international break, isn't there? Fairly on in in the season, so I don't know when that Man City game will be rearranged to. Um, it's just a, it's, again, it's a weird scenario, isn't it? You don't want to be your games behind early on in the season at any point, but to be match day one already bottom of the league because you've not played is uh, it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, I think going in a, um, to a Sheffield United is going to be it's going to be such an odd game. Um, you know, I, I can't remember the last time it happened. It might have been 2011 due to like police disruption or the riots or something that we didn't play. So on the first day we had a we missed a fixture. So yeah, it's a, it's truly truly odd, um, kind of unprecedented for me to kind of watch all this happen and Villa not play and it's yeah. not like on the same day. It's an odd one. I guess they have to. Um, I guess they have to do it because, you know, it's only fair to Man City and teams that play in Europe and everything that's happened that they have to have this delay. But yeah, of course. if it's on the other side, we'll be all over it. If we had to play until late August or mid-August, we'll be we'll be absolutely the same, saying we can't play that first day fixture. Yeah. But this is, how, this is how things go. Um, what truly matters is how Villa do. Um, those last eight games look uh, really tough. Yeah, well, let's get my not-as-good graphic on. Oh, there we go. You can see us and see all the fixtures from September to January to begin with. Um, 
Yeah, that Sheffield. I mean, hopefully, there's no spelling mistakes in there because this has been early while I was making this. Uh, that Sheffield yeah. United game, obviously the first home game, but we don't expect fans to be inside stadiums until when October at the earliest is was yeah, the, you're was one at early least estimation. A month, a month of fixtures, aren't you, without any fans, yeah. if at all, and that being um, kind of a, a, a trial run of five thousand, ten thousand, something like that. So. The, there's been a lot of talk about which kind of games would you prefer to have first and which away games you're looking forward to and it's well, until we know when when we're allowed back in stadiums it it all kind of feels a little bit irrelevant home and away doesn't it to be honest yeah. but you look at those first those, those first run of fixtures those those first two months if I can get my words out you got Man City, Liverpool and Leicester who obviously all finished um, pretty high last season I was going to say all in the top four but obviously Leicester missed out um, you've got two promoted teams in there as well, Fulham and Leeds, and then Sheffield United who obviously over, overperformed last year, and Southampton who had a, a mixed bag of a season, poor first half, great second half. Um, again, it's hard to kind of look ahead and predict, isn't it, because you don't know what these teams are going to be like next year, but there's a handful of tough fixtures in there, and even the games that you look at as easier aren't going to be easy, are they? No, no, it's just, uh, it depends on what happens, it depends on kind of, it's like, uh, one thing I really remember, it's nothing to do with the Premier League, it's kind of how <laughs> Reading fell off after their playoff final, and everyone was like, oh, I want to avoid them because they're in the playoff final, and yeah. just collapsed, so it's just, it's things like that, I, it's not, I guess it's not so too, totally common in the Premier League, because you've got these established massive teams, and you can't get promoted out of it, right, so you're always building on and building on. I feel like Villa probably had that worst case scenario when they yeah. like, drew Man City on the opening day. It's a, it a really odd one that I, I still can't get over. It's like both Manchester, all the European teams you played in Europe aren't going to play on the first day. But here you go, you know, let's announce <laughs> announce that uh, Villa are playing on. Uh, it caught me out. It really did. I was like, well, first minute, second, I was like, oh, Man City first day, and then you go, oh, actually, we won't even play. So really, yeah. if, if Sheffield United aren't the team that they were this season, just gone. Sheffield United at home and Fulham away is the first two games of the season aren't, right. aren't terrible are they and then obviously Liverpool is, is whatever and then Leicester leads Southampton again there's, there's, there's worse starts to the season is what I'm trying to say but the ending yeah. is uh, the ending's pretty bad isn't it <laughs> that, that last month of fixtures we need to be safe by then uh, May Everton Man United Palace Spurs and Chelsea similar to the end of the season we've just had to be fair three of those yeah, five are the same if you go from April, Liverpool away, you, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't look pretty at all. Oh, does it? God, um, yeah. I've not even noticed that. <laughs> Liverpool, Man City, West Brom, Everton, Man United, Palace, Spurs, Chelsea. Jeez, yeah, that's a tough running, isn't it? If we yeah. are going to have a, a, a struggling season, you're looking at that run of Leeds, Wolves, Newcastle, Sheffield United, Fulham. You want to be getting your points by then, don't you? So Villa need to be close to safe. Well, hopefully we're we're far away anyway. But if it is, a, like I say, if it is a tough season, you want to be close to safe by the start of April, which is a difficult ask. Yeah, I guess the way the fixtures work is if you you know it's congested with kind of a lot of strong teams down the bottom that there should be gaps elsewhere. So I think people were saying December's been fairly easy to Villa. January looks all right as well. I wouldn't be complaining too much about October or November as well, and even going into February. So. You know, there is a lot of back... It's quite... At the back end, it is uh, it's quite strong. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the middle bit, hopefully Villa don't have that kind of Christmas stumble. That's been like that odd cult tradition. I mean, it's Villa, <laughs> isn't it? So but that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> seems to, it probably seemed to happen every year when I was a kid. When uh, I remember Graham Taylor, my just and uh, David O'Leary, and it seemed like we was flying high. And every Christmas, like, you'd be opening the presents and looking at the league table and where's Villa gone? Um, but like you got to just hope for better things. Um, it, like, again, if I say people fearing the hazard at the end, 
Like Dean Smith's got to watch out for these last eight games. If we're in place, if we put all the pieces in place, why worry? I mean, we were worried about this season's last few fixtures. I'm sure we were. Well, that yeah, season's yeah, yeah. fixtures. We were, it's always the case. And it was, we were almost right to be worried as well until until the uh, the very end. Um, we're now also at that nice point where we can start saying this season, meaning about this mm. upcoming season, it isn't next season anymore. This feels like the first the first day of the calendar <laughs> announced. We can now say this season, meaning 2021. Uh, so let's see what people are saying in the comments then. Is there any opinions coming through? Um, Chris Brandt says, I actually think fixtures look fairly well spread. End of the season is fairly horrible again, but hopefully we'll hire up in the league this season. Which, yeah, if, if your aim is to not be in a relegation battle, you shouldn't be looking at those last four or five fixtures with any worry anyway, because you should be well out of it by then. Yeah, you can't think of it like that. I mean, there is a you know a bit of imbalance in the fixtures usually because of you know that's how stuff is is laid out. I mean, we've all had Spotify and Shuffle right, and the same sort of like <laughs> a same album comes up twice, and it like randoms random, and it doesn't guarantee anything, and you know it doesn't guarantee good runs or hard runs. It only guarantees that here's your thirty eight games for the season. That yeah. that's literally it. So again, Villa got to put themselves in the best the best foot forward, and I feel like. Having that week off, I mean, the, the way Villa approach games with kind of that analytical eye, having that week off, um, if it is, I, I don't even know what they'll do. Do we just not play like, at all? Because it just seems like we could just play a team like who has had a fixture postponed as well against them. There, there must be more. Yeah, so. I wonder who... Who I, feel like Burnley, I feel like it might be might be a, a Burnley or something. There's got to be a. It can't just be us who has just been been drawn. No, Man United. Them. Man United. Whoever played Man United won't be playing that week either. But I don't think it'll be rearranged that we end up playing that team because that would make far too much sense for the Premier League to say. Oh, why don't we just, <laughs> just get those two to play just each other? Why not build this in? To the system, like that's what I don't get. It's like, why not account for this obvious thing? Because <laughs> it's the Premier League, mate. It's not as easy as that. That'd be way oh, too well. much common, like common sense. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just weird, isn't it? Because I mean, it does feel a little bit futile to talk about fixtures with any massive, you know, trying to overanalyze things. Because it's like, well, if, if you play every team twice in a random order, mm. and it's like, well, you know, you have to play everyone regardless of, of how the how the fixtures look. Um, I've seen a few comments to kind of say, well, us having a delay in the start of the season gives us extra time to gel people in and it's almost like an extra week of pre-season. Maybe we'll, we'll play behind closed doors friendly that week or something like that, that we get a bit of extra time. Is there anything in that that you, you can see that because we'll be playing a, a little bit after everyone else, we can that's an extra week to prepare almost? Yeah, there's people asking as well in the comments when the, the Man City game will be played. They said it's not September and not before October. So it's like, this is that. Like, well, it won't be Christmas either, will it? Because there's loads it's of Christmas fixtures in Christmas. Like, that's really frustrating. It's like, you knew this was going to happen. Like, you knew. Like, how could you not know this was going to happen? I mean, like, part of me is kind of glad not to play Man City on the opening day. Yeah, I guess. but Because you could be looking at that and going, well, we might get battered 6 0. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like we just said, like looking like Villa with the way they kind of approach games and having a, a week of footage on the team they'll be playing. Hopefully, the week after, if Sheffield United aren't, I haven't even looked. I don't care who Sheffield United are playing on the first Let's game. Look. Completely honest. But if they've got a week, kind of to see kind of what's going on in the league, what if there's any new things people are deploying in terms of tactical roles? Probably not, to be fair. But you know, they have a week of footage and that stands them in good stead. You know, and a week of rest. Um, yeah. So it can be a boost, not playing on the first day. It can also be a kind of odd kind of jolting you out of the league a little bit. Um, game in hand already suits Villa, if I'm honest, um, from the get-go. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those, isn't it? You either look at Man City and think, oh, thank God we avoid an op- opening day battering, or you think, oh, maybe Man City might be a little bit cold on the first day and we could have s- snuck a result early. Um, so these Brighton, yeah. this Chelsea and Wolves, that has been pushed back anyway. Like, like they played Monday, said- so you've got Sheffield United are playing Wolves. We play Sheffield United on the second week. Um, but yeah, the Premier League website has already got Man City and, and uh, Villa and Burnley and Man United <laughs> dates to be confirmed as the top list anyway. So someone's put in the comments, it makes sense. It's like we've just said, just put us against Burnley and yeah. rearrange our Burnley fixture later in the season. But I suppose that would create just a complication put City somewhere. Just United on the 15th of September and put us... <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Yeah. Uh, any, like, because, look, you've, they've done it with Wolves and Chelsea, which is the annoying thing. They've moved those fixtures due to European congestion and actually put them in the list. So Chelsea and Wolves went deep, and, but fairly deep into the Europa League or Champions League. They got knocked out. Um, I don't know. Who, where, I don't even care about where Chelsea were playing, if I'm honest. Yeah, but that, I suppose I, they've only been pushed back from the from the Saturday to the Monday, though. So it's not like a massive break. Yeah, but, is that, it? but that sets that's just the structures there. You know, they, they've made yeah, the mechanism yeah. in place to delay these games. So I don't know why that ain't happened with Villa. If I'm perfectly honest, and I'm not speaking for Villa or Dean Smith, put us on the 15th. We'll, play, we'll take we'll take Sheffield United as well on the 19th. Let's do it. Okay, put that, <laughs> put that to the Premier League. Uh, Matthew says we've got to target Sheffield United and Fulham, get a good start, and not be on the back foot from the start. Which yeah, is the ideal scenario, isn't it? You you don't want to be playing catch up in terms of games played and points from from early days. Um, so yeah, you will be looking at those games with Sheffield United, um, Fulham, um, Leeds, even Southampton in those first first couple of months. As they're the, they're the places you want to pick up points. What do you think of those opening six then, James, when you look at them like that? Obviously, we've talked about Man City won't be one of those. Obviously so opening not five. Existing. Sheffield United, Fulham, Liverpool, Leicester, and Leeds. Five games to be played there in the first five. How many points are we looking at, do you think, if you had to put a, a guess on it? I think there's three wins there for Villa. There's a, There's got to be nine points there. Maybe that's me being far too optimistic, but like, I get scared. I was going to say, where are those wins coming from, do you think? Which, which, which three? I would go, I feel like Villa can beat Sheffield United. Um, without the use of Hawkeye. <laughs> I feel like we should be beating Fulham. And I reckon there's a surprise one against Leicester City there. I feel Leeds will be really tough, to be honest. I was going to say, you don't um, know what to expect from Leeds, do you? No, but so, I feel like... Someone in the comments has said that Leeds will finish 20th. Don't don't worry about them. And someone else is like, well, now I think Leeds will be a, a bit of a, a wild card. So I don't know what to expect from Leeds, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest, we're not going to know. It's how teams are just... Like West Brom could spend 10 million and be a surprise package. Leeds could spend loads and be a bit awful like you don't you don't like it's like we said we've, we've probably felt with Villa like we there's no way we can struggle with the money we spent and that's irrelative you know what I mean it's it's kind of how you take and how your squad adapts and the strength yeah. of the unit altogether um seven points uh Curtis has said which is uh well you know seven points is good any points is good after well, yeah uh, just last get some season. points on the board yeah give me three like give me six <laughs> just give me points uh, so this is what I mean Phil says I'm going 10 destroying Leeds again, along the way I mean, they will not be happy with that on a don't Twitter know, I don't know about Leeds <laughs> um, yeah so that's a couple of questions then, cause I'm not going to be here all day another couple of minutes uh, Danny Barker says any news on pre-season games so not as far as I've heard from other teams it's like behind closed doors do you know how Villa played Leicester over that two legs yeah yeah like training games stuff it's going to be stuff like that uh, you're not going if it's if I'm thinking straight, you ain't going to a pre-season game, unfortunately. I, I don't think there'll be any um, international travelling, will there? Mm, no, pre-season not. camps in Germany and things like that. I'd assume everything will be done in this country. But yeah, we, we, we'll wait and hear anything from Villa. So Kevin says, realistic for us to aim for safety after the Fulham game at the start of April. You know, if if you talk to look. me safe in April, I'm fine with that. Like, 
I'm absolutely fine with that. So in April, if we are safe by the start of April, that'll be a massively positive season in my eyes, unless it's a complete train wreck up, to, up until that point. Well, yeah, if you're safe with nine games to go. That's very good, that's, isn't it? That's a, that's a good achievement, isn't it? Um, yeah, if you were on 40 points at the start of April, you've then got nine point, nine games to get as many more points as you can to finish as high as you can. You'd definitely take that. But if Villa are... I suppose it depends, doesn't it? There's a lot of people saying things like, we need to wait and see what the recruitment's like. And of course, we'll give our kind of more in-depth predictions on the season once the transfer window closes. Um, but if Villa are, are, gonna, are going to want to have a season when they finish 13th, 12th, 11th, you'd be safe by April anyway to have a season like that. So you should be looking at that being a, a kind of milestone to say, well, the, the end of those, the end of the season doesn't matter to some degree because we don't need points from, from May to... I'm circling it with my mouse here, but no one can even see it. <laughs> you, you don't need points to say up like this start the season we've just had where you, you need points from those final five or six games. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're safe by April, you'd absolutely take you know, snap your hand off for that. Yeah. Like I'd rather be scared by other teams. I'd rather be like nine points clear by that Fulham game and go, oh, everyone else is kicking on. We need a result rather yeah. than facing those games and being on a level footing. Like even if it's like a three or six point lead, you know what I mean? If you was on like one point behind like, and you were like 18th and you needed to kind of pick up something in those games or match results, that'd be scary. So I'd rather be, you know, even three points clear by then, just so you've got yeah. that like buffer. And it probably it, it wouldn't have mattered this season, I guess, but well, last season. But um, this upcoming season, I feel like any kind of barrier to safety by then would be a net, of course, obviously a net positive. Um, a couple more questions. Um, Paul Hunt says, hearing a lot about new players, can you confirm any definite signings? James, can you announce anyone this morning live on Facebook? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, uh, I think Watkins happen, is, is um, probably the most likely thing to happen. Um, we we missed out on Aaron Ramsdale yesterday. Don't think it was ever going to happen. To be fair, oh yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. We're talking honest. about this going. Oh, do we need this this goalkeeper? Ramsdale's yeah, we, been linked to them on the same day. He signs for Sheffield United. We like, made a massive effort to thought, right. We'll tackle rumours. We'll do our job, and we'll have you know have so much fun with everyone on Facebook Live. Then, like three minutes later, like signing confirmed, Communicado <laughs> official. Aaron Ramsdale signed for Blades. That's oh. peak us, isn't it? Um, Phil Curley says, can't wait for December. Wolves baggies. I think they're both away as well. Um, and then a Boxing Day home fixture, which is nice. But again, are we going to be going to a home Boxing Day fixture? No one knows to do that at this point. So. It'd be well, nice. You've got, got to have common sense. you got to, you know keep your social distancing up we can't yeah. flatten the curve it? it's a question someone asked about season tickets earlier and obviously there's been nothing announced and I don't I don't imagine there will be yeah. how do you think that integration of getting fans back into stadiums will work and I know we've not heard anything there's all these trials about a thousand here and five thousand there and all this kind of thing what's your kind of take on that is it you look at an age gap and think well you know, over 70s are more at risk, so we just say no old people can come to Villa Park and we, we narrow it down to a smaller age range or, you know, how does that work? Oh man, you're asking a lot of deep questions here, man. Um, it's early morning, mate. Let's go for it. If I was going to go for it, I think, honestly, because the season tickets have been refunded and stuff and there's no new season ticket holders, I'd be very inclined to kind of offer so many seats to last season season ticket holders and kind of make an... an like a almost like a lucky dip for the the other ten or so odd thousand. Um, you got to kind of have that balance. It would be tricky if it was kind of halfway through the season. 
you know what I mean? And people have bought season tickets and you don't yeah. know what to do because there's no season ticket holders. Everyone's really... I know there's people who've been going like 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years down the villa. This is a different season uh, completely. And, you know, people who probably have been going for a very long time might not be allowed entry. And I don't know because it could be that could be like a discriminative uh, discriminatory issue, right? Like if you're not letting people in there, they could be, they could fight that or whatever. So I think Villa probably got to be pretty open, pretty fair and uh, pretty randomised with their selection, yeah. if I'm totally honest. I've definitely opened a can of worms there, so we'll yeah. certainly move on to something a little bit more light-hearted before we leave. You asked me to set up a fantasy Premier League um, league, mm-hmm. fantasy Premier League league, yeah, um, for the Clarence Blue podcast audience. So I've made a team this morning, very very fast, like half seven this morning. Funnily titled "Gone by October" because I can never be bothered with fantasy <laughs> Premier League. I always just give up. I stop making changes, and I'm miles behind everyone else. So I've made my team. I'm going to quickly show it. It's I'm poor. Win this. It's poor to be honest. I've got Patricio, Alexander Arnold, Van Dijk, Wan Bissaka, and Chilwell. Hopefully moves to Chelsea. Rashford, Lundstrom, Traore, De Bruyne, Captain Grealish, of course, and Jimenez. Which, to be fair, it's not that bad, but it is hastily thrown together. I mean, you are taking a hit in game week one, though, aren't you? Because yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realise the Man City or Man United four of your players she you cannot use. Um, but anyway, I've just made it literally just so I can set up a league. So the league is called Claret and Blue. The code you need to join is E B R X Z N. There will be a link in the description of the podcast that you can go and sign up to the Fantasy Premier League and try and compete with us. Um, you'll definitely beat me because I will stop changing my team at some point, James. I think you'll probably give up as well at some stage. But if you do join it, we'll uh, we'll sort a prize for the end of the season. Uh, maybe a, a shirt or a jacket or, or whatever. I don't know. We'll see what we can get through expenses. I've not asked anyone about whether we can do a prize. <laughs> so if not, I oh, will have to pay for that myself. Do you have to give him a mug again? Yeah, what, maybe a current blue mug. I mean, that is, that is very much a Bruby prize, isn't it? If you come second and you just miss out on the top prize, you can get a claret and blue mug. If you win, you can have a, a shirt or something. Um, so go over to the... You have the shirt back. He's so kind. So go over to our Fantasy Premier League uh, league, claret and blue. There is a code. I'll put it in the description of this Facebook Live as well. So go over and get involved. Um, James, thanks for joining me very quickly this morning to go over the fixtures. As we said, breaking news. Villa play everybody twice. Uh, we'll be missing the first game of the season because Man City are delaying the start to their season. Um, and yeah, we'll be we'll be back to discuss something at a later stage. We can't really go any further with predictions and stuff until we start <laughs> signing players. So Villa need to do something for us to start talking about new things because I can't do another episode on Rashista, uh, Ollie Watkins and Ben Rama because I'm bored now and so is everyone else. <laughs> so Villa, make some signings so we can talk about something. Um, yes thanks everyone for joining us just on a quick one this morning James go back to work do some proper work instead of messing about (laughs) and we'll see everyone again soon thank you very much thank you thank you for listening to Claret and Blue an Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode until then up the villa up the villa